Today's reading is Acts chapter 16, and this is a great time to uh, remind ourselves, and as I was reminded today, that the book of Acts spans a long time. It spans over 40 years, and here we are about halfway through the book of Acts, and we are about halfway through the timeline. Uh, What we are talking about now is 20 years after Pentecost. This is 20 years after Jesus has um, died and risen again. Um, and it's easy for us as we read through Acts to sometimes forget that, you know, we kind of see it as one, uh, one week, uh, but no, this has been a long time. Uh, and so Paul, uh, is coming back to some of the towns that we saw him, uh, visit on the end of his last missionary journey. There he meets a man named Timothy, who's going to become pretty important, but we see here that Timothy is, uh, is a mudblood, right? He is half Jew, half Greek. And Paul takes him, and because of the Jews who are in those places, they circumcise him. Now, this is strange, right? Because nobody would know that you're circumcised. It's pretty well hidden majority of the time. And yet, Paul does succumb to this. And so we see, you know, that... Yes, we read the letters of Paul and how he talks about circumcision is for nothing, right? It is faith that truly circumcises our hearts. He struggles with this too. This is not an immediate thing. You know, he is under peer pressure and uh, he gives into it. But at the same time, right, he is proclaiming the word of Lord, uh, of God. The church is growing. And so they get called to go into Macedonia. Now, this is further northwest into Greece. Uh, and yet they are forbidden to go because they're forbidden to go back south, uh, Phrygia, Galatia. That's back the way they came. Uh, so they're not just forbidden to some random place. Um, they're forbidden to go back the way they came. And instead, they're going to keep going onward and more beyond. And this is their mission. Now we see in verse 10, uh, Luke beginning to interject the we. And so we, um, We know, uh, as Bible scholars, that Luke accompanied Paul on various points in his journey. Now, we're not sure exactly where, but um, Luke seems to want to make sure that uh, we understand that in some of these places, he is speaking from firsthand knowledge. Uh, They go to Philippi, which is also going to become an important city. Hopefully, you're seeing... um, Uh, some of the names of the New Testament books here, uh, the Philippians, and there they meet Lydia. Lydia is very important. She is a seller of purple goods. You know what that means? That means she's rich, Uh, and she is rich, and right. she prevailed upon us to stay with her. Uh, There's a little bit of sarcasm there, I think, but you know, it is saying that God is beginning to open up the doors to different people, not just Jews and not just uh, poor Gentiles, but beginning to bring the gospel up the ladder uh, into society. But while he's doing that, he is not forgetting the people uh, below. There is this account of the slave girl um, who they are taking advantage of her possession. And Paul, out of his annoyance, casts out the demon. And the owners of this slave girl who are were gaining from it, uh, they're upset, and so they put him in jail. And we begin to see here, right, uh, as the gospel is going into different rungs of society, the Holy Spirit is reminding um, them of what human life really is about and what 
human value is really about. That this slave girl, her true value was as a child of God uh, and not as just a demon-possessed person that could be used. Uh, we see here this value of life um, in the prison. Uh, they, the walls are shaken and this jailer is about to kill himself. His value of his own life in his occupation, in his job, and in the completion of that job, he sees that is all that it is. And so when it's like his job, you know, is has failed, that he has failed, and so he's going to kill himself. And he falls before Paul and Silas, who are like, yo, we're still here. Uh, and they say this very famous verse, right? What must I do to be saved? They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And now I think it is so simple and yet so difficult right? To what does that mean? To believe in the Lord Jesus, to know as truth that Jesus has risen and he is Lord uh, and you will be saved. And him and his household, this word is proclaimed to them. They are baptized and they rejoice. And now the magistrates for fear of the people um, are going, are wanting to let them go quietly. Again, the value of human life, right? They just want to cover their own skins, but they're afraid of Paul's critique because the Bible tells us, verse 38, they were Roman citizens. This is what they were looking at. They weren't looking at the slave girl as a human being. They weren't looking at the jailer as a human being. They were dividing people into citizens or not citizens, and they were dividing people into social classes, and Paul and um, and Timothy and, and Barnabas, uh, not Barnabas is not with them. Uh, Paul and Timothy here are beginning to show them, right, what the Holy Spirit really means. And I think that that's uh, a good reminder, you know, for me even today. We see people so often by social class, by educational class, by citizenship, and we can make distinctions in society in order to help people, but we have to make sure not to make distinctions in evangelism and not to make distinctions in spiritual, in the Holy Spirit um, between these people, but to see people as children of God, as human beings, and to proclaim to them this good news. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your whole household.